Hello students, this is the Firestorm teaching by radio program for you, our beloved students in the Firestorm school system. The Firestorm teaching by radio program is a 30-minute radio intervention support program that has been developed by Rising Academies as part of our partnership with Firestorm. The program that is meant to provide continuous instruction to keep you academically engaged, safe, and happy during this stay-at-home period. The program is also meant to provide psychosocial support for learners, teachers, and parents, and also tips on how you as parents and teachers can provide support to your students and children at home. Let's join our teachers for today's lesson. students. We are teachers J. Kubo T.K. Solomon and Mr. Aaron T. Bala of Rising Academies. This is a Rising Firestone partnership for the Firestone School System COVID-19 Teaching by Radio program. Lesson number five. Our lesson today is language arts reading for students of grades seven to nine and the topic is speaking practice. Again, welcome. Let's learn. Hello and welcome back to our class. We are so excited to have you all listening and here with us once more. Yes, I'm also very happy to be here again. If you can hear us, I want you to say hello. That was even louder today. I think more friends are joining us each day. I agreed. In that case, we should get right into the fun lesson. For today's class, you will need a notebook and a pencil. Please get out the materials you need. If you like, you can also ask a special partner, like a brother or a sister, to join you and listen to our story. They can help you talk about the story too. Yesterday, you were asked to use the word produce in a sentence. Here is an example from one of our listeners. He produced evidence that his sister ate the cookies. There were crumbs on her face. Again, here is an example from one of our listeners. He produced evidence that his sister ate the cookies. There were crumbs on her face. What a great sentence. Thank you for sharing your word with us. Cool. Let's get started with the first part of our lesson today, mindfulness. We are going to start today's lesson with our welcome hefty minds and hefty hearts. Every lesson, we will start with this exercise to get your brains ready to learn and to relax you. Please find a place to sit comfortably. It can be in a chair or on the floor. I will give you a few seconds to find a place to sit. 
10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Great job. You have already done the hardest part, getting started. Now, I want you to put one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart. Let's take a deep breath. I want you to make sure you feel your belly expand or get bigger. That is number one. I want you to breathe out slowly. Great! That's number two. Let's count together. Breathe in again. That's number three. Breathe out. That's number four. We are going to continue to do this until we get to ten. Oh, yes! In, breathe in. That's number five. Breathe out. Breathe in. That's number seven. Breathe out. You are doing a great job. Breathe in. Number nine and breathe out. Number 10. Now repeat after me. I am happy. I am great. I am ready to learn. Wow, friends. Don't you feel so kind and relaxed and ready to learn now? I know we do here too. Okay, students, it is time to listen to some safety messages. We have been learning about the law that our government has that protects children. Do you remember what the government says children have the right to? Oh, yes. Children have a right to an education, water, food, and protection. Very good. This law is very long. And names many things that children should have to live a good and healthy life. This law says that you have a right to a name and an identity. You were given a name when you were a baby. And it's your right to have that name. The law also says you have a right to live in a home. A right to go to sleep. A right to play. A right to go to the doctor when you are sick. A right to be protected from any kind of harmful work. This law is a great law. The government make it so all the children can grow and be strong. Others, are you hearing it? It is your responsibility to uphold this law so your children can be the next dieters, farmers, nurses, 
politicians and teachers of our world. Wow, friends. Don't you feel so calm and relaxed and ready to learn? I know we do here too. Now, let's go back to our lesson. In our last lesson, we finished our story and completed our summary to include the character. The character wants the problem, the solution, and finally the resolution. Today, we are going to read another short fable. As a reminder, our lesson will always have five parts. One, mindfulness. We will get our minds, our hearts, and body ready to learn. In part two, we'll do another activity called word work. You will be working with words and grammar in different ways. We will review different parts of speech, identify parts of sentences, learn different ways word can work, and practice speaking. In part three, we'll do an activity called fun with words. You will use clues from sentences to learn the meaning of new words from a story. In part four, we'll do another activity called Read Aloud. You will listen to a story and we will work together to answer some important questions about it. You will sometimes stop and write in your notebook. So the last part of our lesson is part five. And the activity is post-reading activity you will get to show what you have learned in each lesson. Let's begin with our second part, word work. If you are ready, I want you to hear out a big yes. Yes! Great. That's fantastic. I think I heard students from outside the studio saying yes. Did you hear that too, Kuro? I did. So many friends are out there ready to learn. They are doing a great job. Oh yes, I agreed. Okay, friends, I have a question to ask you. You can answer this out loud. Maybe we will hear you. Or you can talk to your brother, your sister, or those of you listening. Do you think you have to be very best at something to do well? Think for a few seconds. Do you think you have to be the very best at something to do well? When you hear go, I want you to start to talk. Do you think you have to be the very best at something to do well. And when you hear stop, that means we will need you to bring your attention back to the radio. Ready? Go. Stop. Great job, friends. We know you talk about it. 
Do you think you have to be the very best at something to do well? Hmm. I don't think so. I think you can do well, even if you are not the best at something. But you need to practice or keep trying. I agree. I don't think anyone becomes the best without much practice or if they stop trying. That makes me think of the story we are going to read today. It is a fable. As you recall from our last story, a fable is a story that teaches you a lesson or more. There are fables from all over the world. They teach us lessons about life. That sounds interesting. First listening, give us a clap if you feel the same. Yes, we are. This test is called The Hero and the Turtles by Aesop. Aesop wrote many fables. Many are very popular. This story is about a rabbit and a turtle. Thank you, Teacher Kubo. Friends, you are working so hard. We are already at part three of our lesson. Can you believe it? For this next part, you will be using clues in a sentence, just like a puzzle, to help you figure out a word. Today, we will have two words. Remember to use all the words around the sentence to help you understand the meaning. Those are called context clues. Our first secret word is mock. Let's say it together in the syllable. Mock. mock. Repeat after me. Mock. mock. Great. The word mock is spelled M-O-C-K. Again, M-O-C-K. Listen to the sentence. I want you to use all of the clues around it to guess the meaning of the word mock. The other boys mock him when he fell off his bicycle. Listen. The other boys mock him when he fell off his bicycle. Friends, what do you think the word mock means? Tell someone around you. Hmm. I think it means to laugh at. First listening. Give a clap if you agree with student Aaron. Why do you think that's so, student Aaron? I thought about the time I fell off my bicycle too. My older brother was making fun of me. He was laughing. Ha, 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 ha. It made me feel upset. Great way to support your answer. Last time, we used the words around our secret word to find out the meaning. This time, you made a connection with something you knew from your life. That's another great strategy. Friends, did you think the same thing? Let's do a countdown together to reveal the answer. Ready? Three, two, one. 
You are correct. Your definition was very close. It means to make fun of in a mean way. The word mock means to make fun of in a mean way. Let's say it together. You can also write this down too. Mock. To make fun of in a mean way. Again, to make fun of in a mean way. Today's second secret word is consent. Let's say the word together. Let's say it in syllables. Consent. Repeat after me again. Consent. Good. The word consent is spelled C-O-N-S-E-N-T. Again, C-O-N-S-E-N-T. Listen to the sentence. Use all the clues around it to guess the meaning of the word consent. Jim has his father's consent to take the family scooter. One more time. James has his father's consent to take the family scooter. Friends, what do you think the word consent means? Tell someone around you. I think it means to let someone do something. First listening. Thumbs up or down if you agree with student Aaron. Why do you think that way, Aaron? I know my brother has to ask my mother and father to use our scooter. So, I thought that the word could mean that his father let him take the family scooter. Great way to support your answers. Friends, did you think the same thing? Let's do a countdown together to reveal the answer. Ready? Three, two, one. You are correct, student Aaron. Your definition is very close. Consent means permission or approval of another's plan or action. The word consent means permission or approval. Let's say it together. You can write this down too. Consent, permission or approval to agree. Again, consent me, permission or approval to agree. These are great new words for me to use. I can't wait to hear it in the story and use them in the future. That's a great mindset, student era. Learning new words and using them in a great way to build your vocabulary and helps writing too. Absolutely. And remember friends, every time you hear the word mock and consent, I want you to snap your fingers. Guess what? It is time for part four of our lesson. Let's join teacher Kubo. Wow, already? Friends, this is amazing. Take a moment to stretch your hands up to the sky 
and bring them back down. Let's do that two more times. Stretch your hands up the scar and bring them back down. Lastly, stretch your hands up to the scar and bring them back down. Get ready for part four. The real love. Before we start reading a new story, we want to make sure we give you a focus question to help your thinking. For this video, we are going to focus on the moral of the story or the lesson. As readers, we learn to find the moral by paying close attention to what the character experiences in the story. So, for today, as you are listening, I want you to hold on to this question in your head to listen for clues. What does the character learn? And how does he learn it? Again, what does the character learn? And how does he learn it? Great. I'm going to remember that question as I listen. What does the character learn? And how does he learn it? Friends at home, can you say that with me? So we remember it to help God our listening. What does the character learn and how does he learn it? Everyone, what, what does, does the, the character, character learn and, and how does he learn it? Again, what does the character learn and how does he learn it? Is everyone ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Today, we are going to read a fable called The Hare and the Tortoise by Aesop. In this very popular story, two animals race each other. I wonder who will win. Well, we will find out what happened in the story. Okay, remember friends, you have your notebooks and pencils ready. You will hear a signal when we want you to write something down. And don't forget, when you hear the word mug and consent, stop your fingers. Right. Okay. A hare was making fun of the turtles. One day for being so slow. Do you ever get anywhere? He asks with a mocking laugh. Yes, reply the tutters. And I get there sooner than you think. I will run you a race and prove it. The hair was much amused at the idea of running a race with the turtles. But for the fun of things, he agreed. So the fox who had consented to act as a judge, he marked the distance and started the runners off. Friends, we are going to read that session again. I want you to listen closely. Why was the hare amused? Meaning, 
Why did he find the turtle's idea funny or entertaining? Yes, replied the turtles, and I get there sooner than you think. I will run you a race and prove it. The hare was much amused at the idea of running a race with the turtle. But for the fun of the thing, he agreed. So the fox who had consented to act as a judge, he marked the distance and started the runner off. Wow. When you hear the signal, take 30 seconds to write down. Why was the hare amused? Meaning, why did he find the turtle's idea funny or entertaining? Ready? <music> Student Aaron, what do you think? I think he found it funny that a slow animal would think that it could beat a very fast animal in a race. I agree. Let's keep reading. Okay. The hare was soon far out of sight. And to make the turtles feel very deeply how ridiculous it was for him to try a race with a hare. He lay down beside the course to take a nap until the turtle should catch up. The turtle, meanwhile, kept going slowly but steadily. And after a time, passed the play where the hare was sleeping. But the hare slept on very peacefully. And when alas, he did wake up, the turtle was near the goal. The hare now ran his swiftness, but he could not overtake the turtle in time. Friends, who run the race? Say it louder. The, the turtles. Again. The, the turtles. Wow. We have made it to the last part of the lesson. Here is where you get to be creative. You will get to write the lesson the turtle teaches the hare. You can write this lesson like it is the turtle speaking. Think for a moment. And when we start the music, Write down your ideas. Think. 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 What lesson would the turtles have for the hares? What would the turtles say to the hare? Think about why. The hair lost. Think about why the tortoise won the race. You have one minute left. Great. What are some of the ideas you had on what lesson the turtle will teach the hair? I think he might say, you might be diligent if you want to succeed. Oh yes, these are all wonderful examples. Also, 
Great use of one of our vocabulary words, diligent. He used the event from the story to make fitting responses. Friends out there, you have done a fantastic job and we can't wait for our next lesson. For our homework today, we would like for you to use the word mock and consent in a sentence and send it to this number 0555670833. For our homework, we would like for you to use the word mock and consent in a sentence and send it to this number 0555670833. We were so happy to have you here with us today. Please join us next time to continue your learning. Thank you for listening and working so hard. We will leave you for now, but please keep listening for a few more minutes to hear from our friends about how to stay safe and healthy. Germs can get into our bodies when we don't wash our hands. Let's say you shake your neighbor's hand and then go eat your mother's food. If you don't wash your hands first, the germs from your neighbor's hands will now go down into your stomach with that food. This is why it is so important to wash your hands with soap and water. If you only use water, the germs can stay on your hands. When you use soap, you make your hands slippery and the germs will fall off your hands. Do you understand? Yes. Washing my hands with soap and water can make the germs fall off my hands. If germs get into my body, they can make me sick. That is why it is important to wash my hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, plenty of times in a day. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening about James and hair washing today. Washing your hands can help make sure you and your family stay healthy. Don't forget to teach your family about James today. You can help keep your intention your family feeling strong and healthy. Okay, students, that is the end of our class for today. We are so happy you were here with us. We hope to talk to you again soon. This has been a Rising and Firestone Partnership lesson, part of the Firestone School System COVID-19 Teaching by Radio program. Goodbye from me, J. Kribo D. K. Solomon. And goodbye from me, Mr. Aaron T. Bala.